Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acree and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 5% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even him starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge because he makes a Only has one catch on four targets. Second and two here, though. Here's Prescott over the middle. It's going to be picked off, and no one in front of him. Darnell Savage. Touchdown. On the fake, Love zips it in there. It's caught for the touchdown. Romeo Dobbs. I think there's a little bit of freedom with that in terms of how you go out and play. And, you know, these guys, uh, they went for it. And that's that's exciting to see. Um, you know, every phase, I thought you could see it in, in the way we played, our play style, just how aggressive we were it, it, really in every phase. Um, and each phase contributed to the win. To the victors go the sound bites. I definitely did not expect to be playing Matt LaFleur first today in the zone as we welcome you in on a snowy Monday. I hope everybody had a safe afternoon yesterday and a safe start to your Monday today. It is 10.08. Wes Moore and Justin Aker here in the studio, and we will be flying What's the opposite? I, it's not exactly solo. We're flying uh, duo. duo. We're flying duo today. So no producer, so bear with us. And if you call us, I'm just going to put you straight on hold at 661-1037. If you want to weigh in on the Razorbacks, cool. Cowboys, fine. Want to toot the uh, Texans horn? Have at it. You want to promote your team that's playing today? That's fine as well. Text our question today. Today, it's already been posted on the Buzz Twitter account. What combination of victors do you mm, like today? Okay. You like Bills and Bucks? You like Bills and Birds? You like Steelers and Bucks or Steelers and Birds? Where are you going today? Uh, we got to talk about the weekend that was. Razorbacks stunk. Cowboys stunk worse. It was a rough weekend to be Westmore and company and those who are of that uh, combination of fandom. Um, I was saying yesterday, it's like, I don't know what's worse, missing the playoffs by a hair or going to the playoffs at home being a favor and getting blown mm-hmm. out. I still would have rather been a playoff team, yeah. I think. At least, at least you had... But the problem is, you didn't even get 15 minutes of enjoyment because things were going off the rails right out of the gate. Yeah. When, when, I, I can't remember what the score made it when Dak threw the pick six, but there was still that hope. You know, it's, Dallas has got an explosive offense, and I, and I always thought, well, the defense is going to figure this out. Uh, they'll, they'll get some stops, and they still got a chance to win this game. Um, but then when Dak threw the pick six, I was like, they're they're going to lose this, mm-hmm. and then the second half became more of a, the party. You know what we were all together and and enjoying. You know, talk it just talking. You know, not really. We we're kind of glance over at the game and uh, okay, Cowboys scored down. They're only down twenty four. Oh, Dallas scored. They're only down sixteen. Maybe they can get this onside kick and something crazy can happen. But, if, if they would have scored, I thought you know okay, they scored at the end of the first half, which was fortunate. Yeah, and then they get the you know scored the second half. But I mean, you got to have a touchdown there, and they settled for three, and they get it to ten. It was um, twenty-seven ten at that point. Yeah, and so it, it wasn't out of reach. No, but the, again, the Packers had the answer every time. Yeah, the Packers drove right down the field after making it twenty-seven ten and scored. I mean, easily. This Packers team has been solid, but not explosive like this. 
I watched them slug their way in a must-win situation on their home field to a 17-9 victory the week before against the the Bears, who are not a playoff team, although they have been playing better late in the season. I, I'm not sure the Bears wouldn't have beat the Cowboys the way they played yesterday. Anyway, I, I did not expect what I got yesterday. Now, Jordan Love, you can tell me he's got the best passer rating since Week 12 and all that other stuff they threw at me. I wasn't buying it. I'm sorry. I just did not believe it. But listen, let's be real. And I don't say this lightly because I think it's nonsense because it's a cliche and people say all the time. I literally could have hit some of those receivers yesterday. I mean, there were guys that were running wide open. There weren't people within 15 yards of them. It was crazy. And you just knew if they didn't get pressure on him, and they didn't, eventually guys are going to get open. And that's what happened. And Love, I thought, was so heady. I thought the young guys would struggle. I thought Stroud would, you know, be a little bit too much pressure for him against the number one total defense in the league. He played great. I thought that Love going to Dallas would struggle. And again, the Cowboys were running a 15-game home win streak. And he played great. He looked like a cool customer who's been there 100 times before. The old heads like Flacco and those guys didn't play particularly well. Dallas's defense was, I mean, right up there with Dak. It's the biggest disappointment in the game. Uh, Dallas's defense hasn't done that really this year. Uh, they've struggled at times to stop the run. Uh, and Aaron Jones got his yards yesterday. But the, the passing yards was the surprising thing that you've got two solid cornerbacks and one's a, a Pro Bowl cornerback. You know, the other's a, 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 a veteran that's been around and, and seen all these different things. So uh, the, the way the secondary played was very surprising for me. I haven't seen a team just throw it at will against Dallas like that to wide-open receivers. And every time Dallas needed their defense to step up and get a stop to give them a chance to get back in the game, the defense allowed Green Bay to just march right down the field and, and score easily. I was surprised by the Lions finding a way to win. I'm happy for them. That was the team that I guess I found myself rooting for them mm-hmm. about kickoff time. Yep. I love Dan Campbell. Um, it's a good story. You know, Eminem and all the, you know, the whatever Detroit um, – I guess Lions fans that are famous were there on the sidelines. I mean, you had, you know, it was it was a cool cool environment, packed house, and they haven't had a playoff win in 30 years. So it was cool to see that. But it didn't shock me that they won. It didn't shock me by any means that Kansas City won. I didn't think they'd win as comfortably as they did against Miami, although nobody was probably literally comfortable <laughs> in Kansas City. Uh, the Texans winning by the margin was shocking. I'm not shocked they found a way to win. I'm very surprised, obviously, that they blew out the, the Browns. But it's also the team that led the nation or led the NFL in turnovers this year, right? Flacco yeah. throws a pick six. We can't be real surprised about that. And, again, those are potentially costly as the Cowboys because yeah. basically he threw two pick sixes. Yes. Because the other one got him inside the five or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So it's basically that's 14 points. And you take those away, it's a completely different game. No doubt. So – you know, but anyway, bottom line is that was the only shocking thing that happened this weekend. I mean, completely shocking. I expected if, if you told me there was a blowout in the Cowboys game, be like, cool. How much did the Cowboys win by? Yeah. How many picks did Love throw? If you'd have told me before the game started your final score for Dallas would be forty-eight thirty-two, I'd be like, dang, they let Green Bay score thirty-two points. Yes, but they yeah they won by double digits. Maybe Green Bay you know has got some late meaningless touchdowns. Never would I have thought that they'd have given up 48 and lost 48-32. You look at it, the two blowouts, it was because of pick sixes. No doubt. Well, you're yeah, and you just can't. And we should have known better. I mean, people should have been higher on tech, the Texans probably. But again, you, can you lean on a, a rookie quarterback? He's just not a rookie. He's so different. It's amazing. He's an incredible thing. I mean, incredible story, an incredible. It's, it's just amazing what he's done. Cleveland's defense was number one in some of the statistics, in some of the categories. And number one in total defense. defense was awesome. Yeah. What does Houston like to do? Throw the ball. Right. I was like, they're going to have problems against Cleveland this in this defense. And and so and after talking with Sterner on Friday, I thought, you know, yeah, Cleveland's going to win this game. Yeah. But well, for Houston to do that, that was very impressive. And the Texans didn't really run the ball well either. Mm-mm. It was all him throwing the ball around. And defense. And defense. Um, so... Your opinion doesn't matter any more than any other Cowboys fan, so I could probably ask 10 Cowboys fans and get, well, I'm only going to get one opinion probably. I think people are calling for McCarthy's right. head, and I think if you're Jerry Jones, you got to do something different. I don't know what to do with Dak because this keeps happening, and the play calling wasn't an issue you know, most of the year once they kind of changed their approach. He certainly puts up big yards. He was an MVP candidate this year. But do you trust him in the playoffs? It's been the same old thing, so what do you think? I think uh, McCarthy's got to go. Um, like I said on the morning show, this is it's to the point where 
for Dallas, it's what you do in the playoffs. They've had their pre, you know success in the regular season. Uh, they need, you know, Dallas is about winning Super Bowls, and they haven't done it in a long time. Mm-hmm. In fact, they haven't had playoff success in a long time. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game in a long time. They're putting together great regular seasons. Now is the time to to make that next step. McCarthy was given that chance, and look, he did great in the regular season. Three straight years of 12 wins. There are a lot of teams in the NFL that would take that right now. McCarthy will get hired. Somebody will hire McCarthy after this, uh, but Dallas needs that coach that will take them to the next step, to the Super Bowl, and I think he's gone. Uh, I don't think Dak is gone. You look in the NFL, you got to have a quarterback. I do think Dak is one of the top 10 quarterbacks. you and I blame the offense last night. Dak made poor decisions, but how many times did you look? Dak, three-step drop rate, and he has to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. His receivers weren't getting open. Uh, there was something that, that Green Bay was doing defensively that the Cowboys offense coordinator, McCarthy, and his guys did not do to, to change, to get receivers open. Green Bay confused them with their different zones. Green Bay outcoached Dallas yesterday. Green Bay's defensive coordinator beat the Cowboys offensive yeah. coordinator. Do you need another threat at receiver? No, I don't think so. I mean, Braden Cooks has had seven touchdowns this season and, and showed that he was a, a very good number two wide wide receiver. Uh, CD was the one who, in the first half, was in the funk. They were out, they were out of sorts. It was it weird. It was weird. It was very weird. Uh, CD is, no, he's... Oh, he's a freak. A legit number one. No, he is. Receiver. I got no issue with him. I'm asking about another threat. And then Gallup, Ferguson, Ferguson's had a, a good game yesterday. Ferguson's a really good tight end. He yep. made plays for you guys all day oh, and yeah. has all year. So, yeah, uh, the weapons are there. Okay. I mean, if you if you want to offense, if you need something, maybe you need that number one running back. And we've seen, learned this year that Pollard is a very good number two. It's a great complimentary back. Yes, but he's not the the number one guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's what McCarthy said after the game and. He was asked about his coaching future. Uh, again, we don't have a producer today, so if you call, I'll just stick you on hold, and then we'll come to you here in just a second if you'll hang in there. 661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line is open as well. Same number, 501-661-1037. Or live fan feedback through our Listen Live button. You know, number one, we're very disappointed uh, to a man. Um, uh, I don't think anybody saw this this coming. I mean, you got to give Green Bay credit. Uh, they came in there hot, and and this um, what you saw on film over the past month. Um, you know, they executed and we didn't. Um, so we didn't. You know, we didn't get it done in any of the phases. Um, and then, you know, I, I just, uh, yeah, it's we're hurting, we're disappointed. Um, Every man. Jerry had said we'll take it game by game regarding your job status. Do you think this could lead to a coaching change? Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we're we're disappointed. Um, I got a whole whole team in the in the locker rooms that's that's hurting, and uh, that's you know I, I haven't thought past you know the outcome of this game. I don't hate McCarthy, and I think he'll be a good offensive coordinator somewhere, but I don't imagine he'll be a head coach again after this. Really? Mm-mm. There, there are too many openings, and I, I do think he's a good coach. And like I said, how many teams wouldn't love to have won 12 games the last three years? Well, not everybody has the Cowboys' talent, and not everybody has the Cowboys' advantages. I don't know. They built a really good roster. That's not on him. So No. And that's the good news for Cowboys fans. Uh, Will McClay, I think is his name, he's the guy who's basically built this roster, mm-hmm. and he's been chased for GM roles. Jerry Jones has locked him up again for another year. Good. So that's good. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's not the most important thing. If he leaves, who would be your first choice of a guy you could get? I mean, Belichick's been I'm fine with Belichick. Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I think, well, he's a winner. And he, give him this roster, yeah. that defense. I mean, Belichick's a defensive mastermind. What right. he could do with that defense, uh, I would love to see someone with a creative mind that could use Micah Parsons uh, maybe a little bit better. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't have GM duties, I think that would no, be a great move for a few years. If he's willing to accept that. And they've done it before where it's just like a it's kind of a rent a coach and it's like, okay, look, you know, I don't know how long this is gonna go. Bill Parcells. With, yeah. But you win a title, who cares? Jimmy Johnson. You know, you, you know, mentioned you mentioned the Razorbacks out of the gate too, and it makes me think about their program because I always felt like the Razorbacks underachieved as a program and obviously you had some misses on coaches over the years. But they went twenty five years without a sweet sixteen trip. The Cowboys absolutely need to be in a Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. It has been way too long, but it's very similar because you're right there. Yeah. You're competitive. You're interesting. You're tournament team. You just can't do anything once you get there. Maybe now. Welcome to the Zone. What's your name? 
Oh, this is just little old JW here. Little old JW, oh. what do you say there, buddy? Man, I'm snuggled up in this bed, got a big old thing of coffee. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't gonna plan on doing nothing. I'm nice. gonna watch it snow. I applaud everybody who can do that. I wish I could have, but I was up at five o'clock like normal on a Monday. Mm. So here we are. Man, I got no kids. All the kids are snowed in in Little Rock. So me and Mama Bear up in the cave. We ain't doing nothing. Nice. Hey, I got a question. Uh, first, are Detroit Lions for real? Man, their passing is just, I mean, great. Even when they were struggling, they they just look, man, is this Lions team for real? I don't know if they're good as the Ravens. I really don't see nobody beating the Ravens. But it all depends on who's hot. And second of all, about this Arkansas Razorback team, I can understand one or two players not, I, I wouldn't call them a bust, but sometimes you just don't have a good year. But what are the chances the all, the whole team is not having a good year? No, but there's no, like I said before, there's no alpha dogs. There's no aggressive. They're 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 soft as a cotton ball. That maybe they would spend more time in practice than they would on their hairs and fingernails. They'd get a little backbogged. I don't know what's going on with this team. There's a lot of standard. There is no aggression at all. And I and I I want to ask you a question. And I just want to ask you. How is it that the whole team is bad? And like Brazil, that he came in, thought he was going to do something from last year. He falls flat. Devo falls flat. Devo's not the same player. How do you get infected so bad? Is this a locker room issue? Is just is this just a bad bunch of kids we picked on? But I just don't see how they're all bad. You know, I just I just don't understand that. And and honestly, I I picked out about four games this year that Musselman's been out coached. And I'll hang up and listen. I feel like they've lost their their swag. You know, the confidence yep. is shot. They need something good to happen. Um, and you know, maybe it's tomorrow night against A and M, or maybe it's I don't know when it's going to happen. But I still feel like this team has some parts that they can be a good team. But it's going to be hard because the SEC is. I mean, you just saw. It. I mean, A and M this weekend. They're good, mm-hmm. and they're coming to Fayetteville tomorrow night. Um, South Carolina's not bad. They're not bad. Well, um, Arkansas is 0-3, so they can't really call anybody bad no, at this point. No, but I you, think yeah, Arkansas. I still think Arkansas is better than Vanderbilt. I think Arkansas is mm-hmm. as good or better than Missouri. Mm-hmm. Those are the teams in the basement at 0-3. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried. Again, I've been worried. I'm more worried now, but I got what I expected this week, and they got beat up by a better, more physical team. And they've obviously got a lot of length, too, which doesn't make it easy. I, I thought they had grown from the second half of the Georgia game, and we were going to see a better performance. And that's, how I was, that's what I was disappointed in Saturday. Yeah. They did turn to the young guys. Yeah. Blocker and Pinion both played well. Coach praised them. We'll hear from him in the red-white report about that. Here he is on his team. And, again, you can just tell, like, I mean, it's, he's basically just finding a hundred different ways to say it is what it is. Through three SEC games, we're not playing. Um, you know, we've been here four years, and um, you know, we've been a team that's been uh, super tough-minded. We've been a team that competes. We've been a team that battles. We've been a team that has grit, and um, you know, we have not done that this year at all. Let me uh, rephrase that for him. I know what I'm doing. I know how to do this. These guys don't want to do it, or they can't, and. Either way, it ain't happening. Justin, they're so bad defensively that they went to a 2-3 zone for the I'm, first time in Musselman's career. I am aware. That, that's I mean, all you really need you to You tried know. to tell him to do that 15 years ago. He didn't want to hear it. Or whatever it was. Five years ago. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah, it's bad. Desperation. We'll hear, hear from him about the zone, too. And he wasn't very pleased with their zone, either. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's all, all, they're, finding, they're finding new and improved ways to play bad defense. But Blocker was like, yeah, he put it in like Thursday or Friday, so we practiced it a couple days. Well, how good are you supposed to be, you know? Well, they need to be his own team going forward, because that's the only way we're going to get guys on the floor like Pinion who can help. At least that's their thinking. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the zone. What's your name? Hey, my name's Jim. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, hey you guys, uh, yeah, the Razorbacks' defense is all about desire, and they, they just don't have it in their gut, man. But uh, everybody keeps saying, oh, it's been a while since the Cowboys won. It's been a while. Man, it's been 28 years almost since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. It's not a while. That's an eternity. <laughs> and That's I, why I, I compared it to the Razorbacks. Yeah, there's some, there's some yeah, similarities. I don't, I don't, 
I don't think they're going to get Belichick because Belichick's either in charge or he's not, and Jerry's the same way. So that's going to be a, that's going to be tough with mm-hmm. if, with two guys that only want to be in charge. He's been with guys like that but, before, man. and I I do think. Yeah. He's got to be desperate enough. Somebody point you guys were talking about his age today. I think he's desperate enough to win one that he'd do just about anything. Well, a lot of people don't realize, but Jerry has stepped back a lot over the last probably decade. Uh, Steven has more and more control of the team. Jerry's not – his hands aren't in every single decision like it used to be. And it's been by design, and he realizes getting up there in age um, – it, he's still no, the face be, and the, no, he's he the is. Vo- face in the voice box of the of yes. the organization. Yes, but as far as day to day operations, he's not running things like he used to. Um, but, so that's why I think yeah, it, they, it would they fit find for, a for Belichick. Hmm? I mean, it, it, you, you can count on Zach when the, when the cooker comes up up to pressure, he's going to throw a pick six. I mean, it just happens all the time. It's happened repeatedly. Hmm. They they got to go find a quarterback. And I, I don't know what the Razorbacks going to do because I know the problem is not the coach because that dude can coach. And yeah. I've been in a room with him. Desire is not his issue either. Mm-hmm. He's got plenty of desire. But those those guys got to get moving. No doubt. Hey, All pre- right, you guys, you guys be safe. Yeah, I, did, I did go to work, too, today. Mm-hmm. I went and saw a patient who's going to uh, Costa Rica tomorrow, so they need to be seen. And my answering service is calling me now. So, we'll, we'll let uh, you go. The central's clear, but the side roads are pretty bad. So. Yep. Have right, a pre- good one, guys. Appreciate you the too. call. You know, Wes and I both came down canceled to get here, and it was it is a little slick, I will say, but it's not the kind of snow you get stuck in. So if you got a front-wheel drive car, you're going to be fine if you have to get out today. Just take it slow. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had bad snows where you are going to you can get stuck, where it's that real thick, wet snow, and you're going to get stuck occasionally. You're not going to have a problem with that, I don't think, today. And like you said, I didn't see one abandoned no. car. I didn't go a lot, but, I mean, I was down Rodney Parham, down Cantrell. Uh, I mean, I have no issue getting out about in this at all, even if you don't have four-wheel drive. As long as you got front-wheel drive, I think you'd be fine. But just take it slow. It is a little slick, though. So we don't want to be getting a wreck. If you don't have to go, though, man, do like JW. Stay up on the bed with Mama Bear. Mm. That's a good move. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are always like, oh, it's a snow day. It's so exciting. I'm like, yeah, I got to go to work, just like I always do. Sucks. Because, I mean, you think I don't want to stay home, cook a big pot of something, hang out, start day drinking? you damn right I do. But here I am. What's going to happen at 1 o'clock? Start day drinking. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I, when I saw that they moved the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game to uh-huh. today, I was like, yes! It's so good! I did the same thing. I was like, great afternoon football Monday. Oh. But as my buddy pointed out, I was wanting to watch them play in the snow. That would have been so much fun. There's going to be plenty of snow, I think, still. They said that the stadium is still full of snow. They're they're shoveling right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nuts. I, I hope that that's the thing. I worry about those folks getting around out there. That's crazy. Their snow's a whole different animal. You get lake effect snow. Uh-huh. That's a different deal. So, of course, we just had people dying out there in the blizzard last year. <sighs> yeah. You can't take it too lightly out there. No. It's serious business. Mm-hmm. I still, the, the the thought process of sitting in a car and getting stuck in a blizzard and freezing to death, it's just, it's so beyond my capability of, like, mm-hmm. comprehension. Have we seen any reports out of Kansas City? Like frostbite numbers or anything like I, that? I, I haven't heard anything yet. I didn't either. No. I, I, again, I was like, after the game, you know, the players are a little euphoric, of course, but they're doing on-field interviews and stuff. I mean, they, I'm like, don't you guys want to get the hell out of there? I'm like, man. Anyway, uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll be back in a second. It's 1029. And coming up, we got Clint Sterner. Get his thoughts. He's got to be riding high after the Texans win. It's great to have a good set of tires in this kind of weather. It helps a lot. And Big O Tires will take care of you. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway. Right now, $100 off. Select set of Big O Tires. They always have great deals at Big O Tires. You can go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals, to see the monthly deals. Great selection of tires, all the name brand tires, plus the Big O Tire. And they have mechanics on hand that will work on your car if you need something as simple as an oil change. They can do that. They do a lot at Big O Tires, not just tires. Big O Tires and Conway's on Hark Rider and Cabot. They're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is SportsCenter. 
Plenty of action across the natural state this weekend in men's college basketball. First, the Arkansas Razorbacks fell to 0-3 in the Southeastern Conference as they lost at Florida on Saturday, 90-68. The Hogs are now 9-7 overall. UAPB picks up a win on the road against Texas Southern, 70-67. UCA also picks up a win, 59-57 at home over Bellarmine. UALR fell this weekend, 77-72 against Tennessee Martin. And then Arkansas State fell 84-80 at home against Louisiana Lafayette. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. for the 42nd annual Arkansas Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wake and surf boats, party barges, all on display and at discount show prices. And you could win a new $11,000 Sea Dew Spark personal watercraft, courtesy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Bradford Marine and ATV, and BRP. $10 for adults, children 12 and under free. Don't miss Arkansas's premier boat show, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the State House Convention Center in Little Rock. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverados, Civics, Broncos, and more. Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Fellas, what's good? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of 150 bucks a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, baby. Shipping treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Coach no. Nolan Richardson joins Randy and Rick every Thursday for Rolling with Nolan, presented by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There are a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. It's Rolling with Nolan, Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akbury and Wes Moore. sure how to do with it being really cold um but yeah I, I knew i didn't know what happened at the in the moment but i got in the huddle and everybody was telling me and i was like i i got y'all but i'm not coming out the game so we could figure out on the sideline so hoping we scored obviously we didn't end up getting in the end zone but uh yeah it was a first for me he knew his helmet was cracked he just tried to go to the next play uh we was like trying to strap his helmet up and stuff he's like nah just come on get to play get to play get to play you know how pat is but i mean he switched out his helmet and I, he just didn't like the helmet because it was sitting on the sideline so long. It was super cold and it was hard inside of it. They have a backup that's out there. We got to talk about where, where we store the backup because it was like frozen. So like when I try to put it, when I try to put it on, it was completely frozen. I couldn't get it on. I don't know if anyone got a picture of it. It didn't look great. Um, but uh, we were able to adjust it on the sideline, get it kind of warmed up a little bit, um, and uh, get get rolling from there. One of the top five coldest games in NFL playoff history, and the Chiefs dominated the Miami Dolphins. And Patrick Mahomes 
on a run, went helmet to helmet with a Miami defender, and a chunk of his helmet came out. Some astute photographer got the perfect picture of it. Did you see it? Yeah. Incredible. And then he was complaining about where it was stored, but obviously that was indicative of what was a pretty unpleasant day. But it all worked out great. Uh, Andy Reid's frozen mustache <laughs> may get its own Twitter account. That was amazing. But uh, Kansas City lives to fight another day, and Miami calls it a calls it a year. And they're the team that again that's trending the wrong way. So again, if you're riding that thought process, Eagles are in trouble today. We'll hear, hear a little bit from Coach Sirianni coming up in a second. Uh, all right, Clint Sterner standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So let's bring him in and. Man, what a weekend in Houston, and uh, they live on as well. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught, Emmanuel Cook takes the tackle, touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today, or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble, wow! I know you were nervous about the game this weekend, but it all worked out just dandy and the Texans advance. Congrats and welcome. My man, I, like, look, here's the deal. I, I would have lost a lot of money this weekend on, on several games, had oh. I bet. But uh, luckily, it's a lot of times when you when you do bet, the difference between winning and losing is, is just the timing. And, and uh, I, I laid low this weekend, and uh, it ended up paying off for me because, boys, I'd, I'd have been – I'd have been a house note short this week. Now that, that was that was a hell of a weekend. I no doubt. I was on the Cowboys. I was on the Browns, mostly because you didn't feel good about the game. I was on the Rams, and Rams covered. Oh, they did. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a two point line. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked the uh, Chiefs. I don't. I certainly didn't like them to beat Miami by enough to bet on them. I don't think so. Yeah, I w- I'm with you. I would not have had a very good day. Yeah, I mean, look. What I mean, what I mean, the, the storylines were absolutely tremendous mm-hmm. um, in in every single game. I mean, uh, you, you know, you, you look as you said, you start with the, the Texans game on Saturday, and and I thought, look, going into this game, there were two things that 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 I thought the Texans would have to do to win the game, and one, I thought they would have to play the cleanest, most most efficient game that they played all year, and number two, their offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick would have to be an absolute game changer. And now I said those things, not expecting both of them to happen. The Texans go out there and play a game where they have three penalties, one of which was a delay a game that they took to help the punter and give him a five more yard. Um, so they clearly played. They had no sacks um, in terms of allowed no sacks. Uh, Laramie Tunsil put the clamps on arguably the best defensive player in the NFL, Miles Garrett. Um, Derek Stingley put the clamps on a guy, Amari Cooper, that had 250-plus yards receiving on him a month ago. Um, I, I mean, what, what the Texans were able to do from that perspective was absolutely tremendous. And if you watch the game, Bobby Slowick and, and what he was able to scheme up and dial up is, is I mean, it was an absolute beautiful thing. But, but guys, we, we always talk about, you know, a good coordinator – through a four quarters of football, you're going to see several throws in the ocean, whether that's somebody wide open in the flat or that's somebody in the red zone that comes open and it's literally just get the ball to him, or it's a deep shot that's wide open. And you just hope to kind of see that. The good coordinators, you see it throughout the season. Maybe you see it a few times throughout a game. Bobby Slowick did it four or five, six times in the first half of, of that game, and, and it, was, uh, it was a beautiful thing to watch. Now, the only problem is I think we – we might as well have bought Bobby Sloak a ticket out of Houston this year. I think he's going to be a head coach next season. Yeah, well, there's plenty of openings and probably more to come after what happened this weekend. We'll talk more about that in a second. Another great storyline is the old head struggled a little bit. You know, Flacco and the and the Browns, one thing about them we knew, Clint, was they turned it over a lot. I mean, they led the league in turnovers, and you got to think at some point it's going to come up and bite you in the backside. And then, you know, another old head in Dak Prescott threw a pick six and almost threw two, uh, but that's obviously led to two touchdowns for uh, Green Bay. And then the young dudes played great. I mean, love goes to Dallas and balls out. And C.J. Stroud is uh, just continuing what he's done all year. I wanted to play this, too, because I still think there are a lot of folks who aren't paying attention necessarily to Houston, aren't taking them seriously. And maybe, you know, after this next week we won't have to. We'll see. 
But it is a great story regardless for a rookie quarterback to do what he's doing. And among the youngest or the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game? Do we know? Yeah. 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 Uh, the youngest. Okay. Let me, let me play this clip real quick, Clint, after the game. Okay. Your first NFL season and a record-setting performance for you. What does this moment mean? First and foremost, I just want to give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's been amazing being in this city for as short as I've been, but the love that I've got, I've really just been doing it for Houston, man. People back home, I'm blessed enough to be in the position I am and blessed enough to be playing at a high level right now. And uh, we got to just keep it going, but I'm super blessed. So many of your teammates contributed in this victory. How were you able to find so many targets? Uh, just a hard week. Hard work we put in that practice. Uh, there's, no, there's no me without my teammates, my old line, my tight ends, my running backs, my receivers, my defense. Uh, we all put it together. When you play in Copperman football, we're going to be hard to beat. Yes, they are. By 90 days, the youngest quarterback ever to win a playoff game ahead of Michael Vick hmm. 21 years ago. Uh, Sean King and Roethlisberger are the other two youngsters on the list to get it done, but he's by far the youngest. So, uh, Clint, he's a pretty easy guy to root for, safe to say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, any 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 way you look at this kid, whether you you're you're from a distance, you're just you're just a football head that likes to watch good football. You love it. I mean, from from you know, we get a lot of calls and and we are getting a lot of calls on our show and, and I did the post-game show for the Texans after that game as I do every week and, and we get we get calls about you know, just how genuine and sincere he is with the spiritual side of 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 CJ Stroud. You know, in our game today, it's real popular to give all the glory to God and to have this this spiritual side to you as a player, as a coach, and 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 you know, a lot of times the authenticity is questioned and it's and and it comes across as corny sometimes and 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 you know, inauthentic, if you will. But C.J. Stroud just does a tremendous job, you know, in, in from that aspect of it, and 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 it's very believable as is obviously the the uh, the ability and 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 then it, you know the, the winning. Um, schematically, they're 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 doing a tremendous job, and and I mean he's just he's just easy to root for, man, and and uh, and a lot of fun to watch, no question. All right, go ahead, Clint. If you're running the Cowboys, do you keep McCarthy? And uh, B, do you keep Dak? Who, man? Well, McCarthy's an absolute no. Um, I, I'm out on I'm out on Mike. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know about Dak. I mean, I, I think contractually, what what does the contract look like? Um, you know, are they are they able to move on without without killing the salary cap? I, I don't know that off the top of my head, Wes. Maybe you do, um, but but I, I would you definitely have to consider um, moving on from both of those guys if you if you have a plan. Now you don't just move on from Dak and go. We're moving on from Dak and. And, and we're gonna we're gonna tank for two years and, and get a top five pick and hopefully there's a, a quarterback you know available or uh, you know I don't know how they feel about Trey Lance you know I, I'm not completely out on Trey Lance I, I think he's a hell of a talent gifted player um, but yeah I mean you, I would definitely be out on Mike McCarthy and I, and I would consider being out on Dak yeah I mean there's no way to we can't keep overlooking those kinds of performances even if the game plan's not right and even if the momentum's not there and. Um, you know, you, you can't just continually turn the football over. You can't throw pick sixes. You can't put your team deeper in the hole than, than the, the, the game plan or the situations have, have predicted to, to that point. So I would definitely move on from one and strongly consider the other, assuming that, you know, the, it, it's possible without crippling the franchise. Now, I, I think you can win with that. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a no-brainer, got to get rid of him, time to move on. I think the right people in there, you can win with him. Um, but, yeah, you you got to question the, the, the QB in those kind of situations for sure. Well, if they move Dak along and bring in Trey Lance, they may burn AT&T to the ground <laughs> in Dallas. I mean, well, well, look, look. I mean, all, all joking aside, and, and I've, I've said this a, a million times with, with the Cowboys, and it, and, it, and it was it was better this year, but you look when it matters the most, it, it, it resurfaces, right? It, 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 you watch the Texans game, or hell, you don't even need to leave the game you were playing. You, you watch the game plan LaFleur had for love, and you watch how prepared the quarterback is. You watch how effortless the shots are. You watch how easy he finds completions and gets guys opportunities to run after catch. And then you watch the Cowboys, and even when they're rocking and rolling, even when Kellen Moore was there, it was, man, that ball barely cleared a linebacker's hands and barely got in front of the safety, and the receiver got, got – 
pummeled right as he caught the football. But it was a great catch, and it was and he threw for 350 yards. You know, everything just looks so difficult, and and you can compile talent, and and you can find a guy with a vertical pass game, and you can go out there and you can just strike after strike after strike, and you're going to compile stats. But again, the point is, is is does the product look like one where you can go win four, possibly three, if you get the bye? Playoff games against the best talent in, in the in the, the game, and it, I, you may win one from time to time. You may be talented enough to win one from time to time, but I, I don't think the staying power is there. If, if you look at the way that the, the the best franchise, the best quarterback to ever play the game, Tom Brady. If you look at how he created staying power, it was taking what was available, finding opportunities for his guys and run after catch. It was not forcing the football down the field, no matter how good they were. Even when he had Randy Moss, he was taking shots, but he was taking shots when they were, they were calculated and they presented themselves where they could win matchups. And and you, you watch what Dak does and what the Cowboys have done over the last four, five, six years to have success. It's just been all gas, no break, very risky, living on the edge. Mm. And it's fun. It sells tickets but it doesn't win three or four playoff games in a row to get to a Super Bowl. I think you answered my question, but next-gen stats indicates that Dak leads the league in contested completions, basically completing passes in a narrow window, receivers that are covered. Is that on Dak or is that the offense? That's Dak. Now, 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 don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have not studied their film, so I don't know what, you know, is Dak forcing the football or should he – there's usually check downs, and the reason, like that ball yesterday, the big ball over the middle where he finally got a completion to Ferguson, not the touchdown, but the ball yeah. over the middle where it was just in traffic. I mean, that's two linebackers 15 yards deep, but there's got to be some space underneath in that particular coverage. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's Dak forcing the football, but either way you slice it, whether it's Dak or the offense, I mean, the two, two or three years ago, we were having the same conversation, but it was couched different. It was Dak leads the league in tight window throws. You know, now it's contested throws. Mm -hmm. At what point do we say, okay, that's just Dak. Mm -hmm. That's who the Cowboys are, and that's what has to change, is if you're constantly going out there trying to fit balls in windows, it's just just not the recipe to win a Super Bowl. Now, the, the, the Pat Mahomes effect on the quarterback space and the Pat Mahomes effect on on all of, of football, really, is oh, all of a sudden we, we can decide that we want to play off script, off script and off schedule, and we can throw no-look passes, and we can, we, we can take risks with the football constantly. We can hold the football and run around back there and make plays. And they, they've, they've led everybody to believe that they can do it because Pat Mahomes is so freaking talented mm. that he wins Super Bowls doing it. And in reality, that's the only guy that we've ever seen be able to win <laughs> Super Bowls doing that. That's a great right? point. And, and so – um, look at the guy that was not very talented, if we're being completely honest, in Tom Brady and how he won six. That is more of the way you should try to win Super Bowls, not what Pat does. Yeah. Right? And I mean, there's just one Pat in this world that we've ever seen. That's right. Um, and, and so that, that's, that's just where I'm at. Is, uh, the, the Cowboys have to get closer to playing the game the way Brady played it instead of trying to play it the way Pat plays it. And Josh Allen. Look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen is, is Dak on steroids, and, and it's, it's again why he gets questioned every damn week. Well, let me just say you you got it. You got the same game today. <clears throat> I mean, you got Mason Rudolph, who is a nobody, playing out of his mind, seventy five percent, the best quarterback in the league the last three games as far as completion percentage, and they're a big big underdog on the road. The weather conditions are wild in Buffalo, and then, like you said, you got a, an Allen and, and a, a guy who's a little bit turnover prone, and there's question marks. You've also got a coach who's a little bit on a warm seat, and a loss today to a big dog is going to get your ass fired. Yeah. We we could see it all play out again this afternoon. I don't think so, but I didn't think so yesterday either, Clint. Well, look, go go out there, go out there, and throw a few picks. One of them being a pick six, and and, and see if Pittsburgh's in this thing in the fourth quarter with a chance to win it. Now, I don't think. I don't think Pittsburgh has the Green Bay ability to you throw a couple of picks and you want them being a pick six, and if it's inopportune, we're just going to blow the doors off of you like Green Bay had the ability to do. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh has the ability to do that, even though if you look how they're built with George Pickens and, and uh, the, the Johnson kid and, and Mason Rudolph has been playing well, and they may, maybe they can. Maybe they can. If those if that pick six comes after they jump out to a 14-0 lead, mm-hmm. then look out. But, but I, I, I think... 
Look, if, 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 if the bad Josh Allen shows up and he turns the football over, Pittsburgh will be in this thing in the fourth quarter with a chance to win it. What do you no think, question about it. What do you think happens tonight? Well, you talking about in the Philly Tampa yeah. game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like Tampa to win that game. Okay. All right. I, I, I like Tampa to win that game. Oh. I, I like uh, I like what they're doing. They got some weapons, man. Yeah. The hell they got, got some weapons, yeah. and, and they they got a lot of they got a lot of of, of, of good good vibes going on in Tampa right mm-hmm. now. It is the exact opposite in uh, in 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 Philly right yeah. now. So uh, no AJ Brown. That that really changes what they do. Uh, in Philly, man. So, so I, I, I like all signs are pointing towards Tampa in this one for me. You know, as much as I am supposed to hate Tampa because I'm a Saints fan, I, I do like Baker and I root for him, and he does have a great roster around him. And it's fun when they're dealing, man. They're fun to watch. And I will tell you this: weather won't be an issue. It's gonna be like 70 degrees. So, come on, man. That's it's nice. Gonna, it's gonna be beautiful. His targets are healthy. Uh, his offensive coordinator's talking about, you know, that is emerging as a dark horse for some of these head coach openings. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, they, they got they got some good things going on. You're right uh, in, in Tampa, and, and like you said, but but look, if Bad Baker shows up, we, we it's funny we keep saying that over and over again, right? You either got a young dude that's playing out of his mind, or you got an older guy that like uh, he, he he might go out there and throw three touchdowns and throw for 300 and have a career night. He also might throw three picks, one being a pick six, and the team gets get uh, get. Uh, and you, you gotta we'll like see. we gotta like the home lions to beat either one of these teams next week, right? How about that? How about the story there? Awesome. Hell of a football game last night. It was football, fun. But 30, 30 plus years since a, a playoff win. And Dan Campbell, I, I know him. I crossed paths with him when I was playing in Dallas. And um, I mean, just literally a, a phenomenal dude, football guy that uh, built that thing the right way. And, and I mean, I, look, I mean, if, if the Texans don't win this thing. Then, uh, then I hope the Lions do, man, because he is he is uh, he is a cool cat, man. No doubt. All right, buddy. Thank you so much, Clint. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate uh, Chris Crane Hyundai up in Conway, and we will chat with you on Friday. Our buddy. See ya. Ten fifty two. Back in a sec. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Cozy up to the ultimate comfort food. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac. And top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Full served with Texas toast and a medium drink. The mac is back and oh so tasty. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheeseburgers and sweet tea, sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Thank you, buddy. Buzz listeners for a great 2023. We had a great year because of the support from our loyal Buzz fan base. We could not have done it without you. Chrysler's extended their incentives and so we're going to keep passing on the savings to you. You'll save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. Regular cab, quad cab, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. We got the truck you're looking for and it's on sale. We're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy duty in stock. 2023 and 2024 models. And you'll save up to 15% off the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Every new 
Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is priced to move. We'll do whatever it takes to make you a deal. Save up to $13,000 off new Rams this month. We're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy duty in stock. And you'll save up to 15% off the all new Jeep Grand Cherokee. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. We also promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. We're in a we're in a little bit of a, uh, a slump right now. We're losing five out of the last six. Not a little bit. I'm, I'm really pissed. And and so and all my mindset is is to make sure that we you know are doing the things we need to do to to help us win this next game and, and not thinking about anything else but that because there are a ton of, there are there can be a ton of distractions if you allow there to be distractions and so you know in good times it's easy to to block out any distractions in hard times it's not as easy but that's what you you know I don't get paid to to lead the team when it's easy right I get paid to lead the team when it's tough and um, and again, that's also you know how I have, you know same thing with my family, same thing with everything. So this is the times that that test you, and uh, look forward to this challenge that we have to get it going back right again. Nick Sirianni and his Eagles struggling down the stretch, as we just heard. The stat I saw that blew my mind was, and I can't remember how many weeks it's been, maybe six weeks. Um, it has been five touchdowns, five interceptions for Hurts. He's just Ooh. really struggled. And meanwhile, on the other side, you know, you got you got Baker Mayfield, who's a little bit of a wild card himself, but certainly when he's got it going, I've seen good Baker this year, unfortunately, and they're tough to deal with. Philly's secondary is bad. They give up a lot of yards passing. Tampa, when they can, when they roll, it's when they're throwing the ball. I think they roll. I don't understand why Philly's a three-point favorite. Yeah. No A.J. Brown. Julio yeah. Jones is yeah. your number two. Fat Julio Jones. I mean, it's me. I don't know. I'm I'm already on Tampa, and I'm going to put money line on them. I think they win this game outright. These teams played in Week Three, and it was a win in Tampa for the Eagles. A lot's changed since a then. Lot. Here's Todd Bowles. Well, I don't think it compares at all. It's about the same for the really most part. It doesn't compare because we played them so early in the year. Uh, we were still growing. I'm sure they were still growing, and you know, playoff time is different. It's one and done. Everybody's nicked up. Everybody's hurt. It's just a matter of who makes the most mistakes. Yeah. Well, you were climbing the mountain. They were falling off a cliff. So, good news for you, Tampa. You're in good shape. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansas like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. 